Welcome to SFU Made Ready for Everything, the podcast. I'm Sarah Ross. And I'm John Crimmel. Today's episode is all about creating champions in the classroom and in life. We'll be hearing from Dasha Cherkasov, Director of Student-Athlete Development and Academic Counselor at Florida Atlantic University, as well as Jamie Lipsky, Academic Coordinator for Men's Basketball at Providence College. Both will walk us through their professional journeys, what got them into the field, have a hot topic discussion about how their daily job responsibilities have changed a bit with COVID, and then have a little glimpse into the future with a discussion on goal setting. Are you ready? Let's go. Dasha, Jamie, thank you for joining us on today's podcast. Excited to have you. Um, this is especially um, exciting for, for me. It's, it's crazy to think that we have three associate directors that used to work in this office, you know, dating back to Dasha, then Jamie, and now Sarah, all occupied uh, the office that Sarah is uh, sitting in currently while this uh, podcast is uh, being recorded. So, um, you know, when you talk about uh, amazing things that uh, the three of you have done, so sorry, Sarah, you're getting some uh, uh, bragging in this, even though you're part of the the host with uh, the podcast, but you talk about what the three of you have accomplished in your careers um, from, uh, uh, from before you even started at St. Francis to, to when you were at St. Francis and now beyond. It's, it's, it's exciting. It's an honor to have you guys here. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm pumped um, to, to get this rolling and, and, and hear from both of you and, and be able to share it with our listeners. So uh, Dasha, Jamie, if you guys could give our listeners a little bit of background, um, talk about your, your journey uh, to where you are now um, and go back as, as far as you guys would like. But um, Dasha, if you want to kick it off. Sure. Thanks, John. I'm so excited to be here and I'm so excited to see you guys. We're on Zoom right now, obviously, but um, Sarah, that office, I hope you know, it used to be a closet. <laughs> Went through a lot of changes, but Yeah, so I was a tennis player at Boston College. I majored in psychology and minored in general education. Um, I had a bit of a mental breakdown uh, junior year about my major, and my athletic advisor um, swooped in and helped me out, um, and we'll get to that later. Um, But after undergrad, I went to grad school at Fordham University for school counseling, and then I got my first stint in college athletics at Marist College, and I was there for two years. And then, thankfully, I got my job at St. Francis University. And I was there just short of three years. Um, and then I um, am now working at FAU um, since 2017. So I've been here for over three years now. So that's my background. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Dasha. Jamie, take it away. Uh, yeah, just. Echoing Dasha, I just want to first say thank you for having me on, and it's uh, nice to be with all of you today via Zoom. Um, But I was a former student athlete at Providence College, a field hockey player. Um, After I graduated, I felt like I needed a little bit more time to figure out what I wanted to do, and so I stayed to get my master's in education and counseling, Um, and I was also a graduate assistant for our senior woman administrator, Jill LaPointe. Um, which was an incredible experience, and it was then that I realized athletics um, is where I wanted to be, and 
just as I had decided that, uh, a family friend and field hockey coach, Stacy Bean, asked me to be her assistant. While I wasn't sure I wanted to coach, I, I took the opportunity and really loved it. Was there for four years at St. Francis as the assistant field hockey coach um, and was lucky enough that just as she was leaving to take another position, Dasha also took her position at FAU, um, which allowed me to slide right into academic services at St. Francis, um, which was wonderful. Um, I wanted to spread my wings a little bit, try something new, switch the school. And so I've landed back at Providence College working specifically with the men's basketball team as their academic coordinator. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Dasha. Two, two SFU legends and, and always part of the, the Flash fam, even though you guys aren't, you know, occupying the, the, the office of Stokes 209, um, which the air conditioning uh, is not working still today. Um, oh. So uh, luckily it's not too hot here, but um, I, won't, I won't complain about the air conditioning, but um, some amazing, amazing people, including Sarah, have occupied Stokes uh, 209. Uh, and I think it's 209B specifically, uh, that office. But um, thank you guys. We're excited. Let's go a little deeper into your professional paths. What got you, not just specifically into athletics, but uh, into academic support, uh, student athlete development? And then if you can talk us through your job descriptions, I guess, what a day, what day to day looks like for you guys. Okay. So it's Dasha. No kidding. <laughs> um, so I think my career path really started even back in college. Um, so when I was at BC, I remember junior year, I was sitting in class and my professor was like, yeah, with psychology majors, um, you can either be a researcher or, you know, you need to get your PhD for to become a psychologist. And I just freaked out. And I ran to my athletic advisor's office and was crying hysterically that I was in the wrong major. I didn't know what to do with my life. And we had a two hour conversation where she really made me think about things that I was interested in. And obviously sports was one of them and working with children and adults. So she actually challenged me to do some research and to see um, what careers were out there that combined um, both of these interests, obviously sports psychology came up and I was like, mm, not really for me, um, but counseling and advising came up. So I did more research. And after I graduated from BC, um, I took a year off just to determine what I wanted to do for grad school. And I actually went back to my high school and I sat down with my guidance counselor and I asked her to tell me about guidance counseling and everything that she explained to me seemed amazing and I was like oh, I can actually see myself doing that so for grad school I decided to do school counseling and my biggest or the most important um, moment in grad school was when we had to do our internship phase in the second year and I decided that I wanted to do my internship in two settings in the high school setting and in the college setting because I wanted to see which population I would be more comfortable working with and even after the internship, I still wasn't 100% sure. So this is where, again, I believe everything happens for a reason. Um, when I applied to jobs after grad school, that nothing was available. And Marist College was the only <laughs> job application that I got an interview for, and I got the job. Um, and I was, I called myself a fake GA because 
I didn't need to get a grad degree because I already had it, but um, my job title was uh, a grad assistant. And I remember the second week on the job, I went into um, Alyssa Gates, who was my boss back then. I went into her office and I said, this is it. Like, I love the population. I love everything that you guys have to do in the office. And I want to learn everything and anything about this job. Um, and Alyssa was really awesome. And she gave me the opportunities to um, become a jack of all trades, as <laughs> they started to call me. And um, I volunteered and I helped out with everything and anything that the um, advisors had to do in the office. Um, I took initiative. I learned new things. Back then, grades first um, was just starting up. And my, I took the lead on, on that to learn everything about it and to start using it in our office. Um, social media was just starting as well. So I, you know, I made sure to use Facebook back then. Um, and try to get the, the student athletes really excited about events. I became a photographer at all the, <laughs> at all the community service events and workshops that we had. Um, and I really started to um, enjoy community service events as well and saw the importance of it, and even just for myself as well. So um, when my time was up at Marist College, I was thankful enough to get um, the job opportunity at St. Francis University, which life-changing. I mean, John, I can't thank you enough. You were honestly one of the best people that I've ever met. You were my boss, you were my mentor, and you, you know, became my friend. And um, John believed in me and also allowed me to try new things. Um, you know, I, I really took advantage of the faculty athletic mentor program, which I enjoyed so much. And um, to see it grow. And now even when I see posts on social media, my heart just like melts because I'm just so excited and happy that this program is continuing. Um, I continued the Stain to Win program with men's basketball. Um, so I was really involved with um, community service and just all the different events to give student athletes experience. And social media, we continued with that. So now at St. Francis, we started using Instagram and um, Twitter. And again, I continue to be the photographer at all the events, which John realized really quickly that I loved doing and was obsessed with it. Um, and then being an athletic advisor, I think I had nine sports, um, again, was, was great because I got to um, uh, be involved with so many student athletes and then through all of the events that we have in, in uh, programs, so SAM, SAC, I feel like you know, in our office at St. Francis, we literally knew every single student athlete, which I was just um, really excited about and, and, and really enjoyed uh, that part. Um, and then when I got to FAU, I now am the director of student athlete development um, and also an athletic advisor, and I only have three sports now. However, um, I am super involved with each of these three teams. So I do everything and anything with them. Um, I travel with them. Um, and then in the student athlete development, when I first got to FAU, um, I started off with just being in charge of career development. Then I inserted myself into SAC because I saw that they needed a little bit more um, help. And again, I just you know, took initiative and started helping out with, with meetings and events. Um, and community service, I just like, that was like, I don't know, second home to me. So I just um, started helping out with that as well. And then our biggest event um, at FAU is the ALSPs. So 
Um, that was a beast right from the beginning. And again, I volunteered my first year there because I had no idea what was happening, but I volunteered to help out. And um, through that, I grew in the ranks. And now I'm literally in charge of the Alspies. You could say on my resume, I could be a producer. <laughs> um, but at FAU, I hold my teams accountable and other student athletes. So when we have events, you know, I make sure that they know about it. I encourage them to attend it. Um, and with all of my background and experience, I was comfortable at FAU to take responsibilities, um, to grow, to get experience. Um, but it's also because I was interested and I love everything that we do with our um, student athletes. And I think at the end of the day, you know, we can plan, plan, plan. John knows this. I'm a very super hardcore planner. But with this job, we have to know that you also have to be flexible and you have to know that things are not going to go as planned. And to, to me, it might seem like the end of the world, but to another person, they're going to be like, why are you freaking out? This is going great. <laughs> so um, I've definitely grown a lot. And looking back, I am very um, blessed and um, word I'm looking for. Really fortunate to have had all of these experiences and to have met um, all the wonderful people that I have on, on my path. So yeah, I guess that's my, that's my little story. <laughs> so Dasha, I don't know if I have you to thank or you to blame, but there's a whole drawer in my desk of cameras that I'm expected to use at every event. And I, <laughs> the social Sorry, media no. bug did not uh, translate down. <laughs> I think that one left with you. John kind of took that. I don't know, Jamie and I, we, we both are at events and we're just like, oh, oh man, we forgot to take pictures. And then John's over here like, we're, we gotta take all these pictures. So I'm, I'm actually, I think I'm gonna blame you. I'm not gonna thank you for that. <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Jamie, uh, same thing. Talk us a little, a little bit about why uh, academic support, why student athlete development specifically, and uh, you know what life is like at Providence College right now. Sure. Um, so once I realized that athletics is where I wanted to be, um, then I took the time. I was fortunate to have the flexibility to take the time to get to know the different aspects of an athletics department. Um, and it also gave me the time to think. And I, I know that education is at the heart um, of my values. And I was very fortunate to have the education that I did at Providence College and also knew that I would never have been afforded that opportunity had it not been for my athletic scholarship. And so I realize, you know, being in academic services kind of married the two things that really shaped me, um, which is my athletics and then my academic career as well. And it's kind of been my goal um, to help future student athletes realize the incredible opportunity that they have um, and that they might not have had otherwise, and then also to take advantage of it um, while they're in school but then hopefully after college to become lifelong learners. Um, so that's kind of the reason why I wanted to become an, uh, in academic support services for student athletes. And then specifically at Providence College as the men's basketball academic coordinator, um, you know, I just handle all academic things kind of related to the team specifically. 
Um, you know, so obviously it's very in depth since I only have one team. Um, they've been wonderful to get to know, to get to work with. Um, and aside from academics, I also help with career um, education as well. So getting them internships, helping them with their cover letters and resumes in conjunction with their career education center, of course. Um, but, you know, kind of the whole package, finishing off the package of college for them outside of basketball and athletics. I think that, Jamie, your passion for education is uh, very easy to see. Having to take over directly student-athletes that you worked with, following in your footsteps and having everyone come in and tell me that's not how Jamie did it. I, I knew immediately I needed to step up my game with the student athletes I was working with. So I think that you uh, share that passion very well with them. Thank you. So kind of segueing, talking about student athletes, you know, much of what we do um, in our positions in, in academic support and student athlete development is, is prepping student athletes for that next step. Um, so Dasha and Jamie, what advice would you give um, current student athletes who might want to pursue a opportunity in academic support or student athlete development, what are some things that you would tell them um, to do uh, in order to prepare or, you know, anything else from an advice standpoint that you would give them? Dasha, go ahead. You can take it first. All right. Um, with any job, I always encourage stu uh, students to um, try to get an internship because that's the only way that you're actually going to to see what happens on a daily basis and experience what the job entails. However, to answer this question, I'm going to use Paige McLean as my example. Um, Paige was um, a former swimmer at St. Francis. She was one of my student athletes. And I'll never forget when she came into my office one day and she sat down and she said, Dasha, I think I know exactly what I want to do. And I want to be, I want to do what you do. And I said, that is amazing. Like, I can totally see you in this position. I go, however, let's talk about something important. Um, and I think our student athletes, because of how much we work, they think we are millionaires. I'll never forget when Kahari Dixon and John were in the room, when he was like, what do you mean you guys don't make like $100,000 a year? <laughs> I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> so as Paige is sitting across from me, I said to her, I said, Paige, um, you do need to know that, you know, the salary is not that good. And I just remember the color from her face just disappearing. And she was like, what? So I said, yeah, you know, like, you really have to love this job. Um, and she sat there for a couple of minutes in silence. And then she said, you know what? I love how you have helped me and what you do. And I'm, I'm going to pursue this. I'm going to do a little bit more research. I'm going to pursue it. And long and behold, Paige is now at UMKC as an athletic advisor. She's working with a basketball team. So, oh, I'm just like so proud of her. And to me, that just shows that she is legit loving this job. And again, the reason why she decided to take that step is because she was in our office many, many times. She was attending all of the events and programming that we put on. So she had an idea. She maybe not have known the, you know, behind the scenes and all the scrambling that we would have to do, but 
um, she saw what our job entailed. And um, like I said, for anyone, you have to do research, research, research. You have to interview. Um, you know, so like when I went to my guidance counselor, I was legit interviewing her about the job um, and ask questions. I feel like a lot of times um, people are afraid to ask the questions, but you, you have to. And if you don't know what to ask, do some research. Um, Google things, you know. And um, another thing that I now also recommend is to look up job descriptions because that's also going to give you an idea of what is going to be required of you um, for, you know, a career or, or the job that you're interested in. Um, so I think if uh, students do that, they will be able to find exactly what they're going to love and wake up with a smile every day on their face and wanting to go to work um, and put in uh, the time and, and change lives, as I would say. <laughs> That's great advice, Dasha. I wouldn't change really anything about it. Um, certainly as a student athlete, you already have a leg up. Use the resources that you have. Um, if in, an internship seems like too much or you don't have the time to do that, um, just go spend time um, with your academic support staff and student athlete development. Um, maybe you could become a student worker, um, so something a little less demanding, um, but just spending time expressing your interest um, and having real people that you can go to and ask questions is invaluable. No, I think that is great advice from both of you. Um, you know, I think there's some great opportunities, you know, for internships and we've had some interns in our office. Um, and, you know, Paige is a great example, you know, working at UMKC for our, our current, um, uh, the president of N4A now with Ursula uh, Gurney uh, taking the, the helm of our professional organization. So um, she works with two great people and Ursula and also uh, Amelia Howard there at UMKC. Um, so it's great to see her professional growth and just adds to another person that, that has come through St. Francis that continues to do um, amazing, amazing things. But I think there's great opportunities, obviously, in the internships. And, and also just you think about the student workers and, and work-study students, as Jamie, as you mentioned, that, that have come through our office and, and kind of working in that capacity, too, can really lead to some good opportunities. So great advice from both of you. Thank you. As I'm literally sitting on a phone call with three of my professional mentors, um, I think it's only fitting to ask you guys um, if you can maybe tailor the professional advice for people who are already in the field. Um, you both have made a couple stops in your career so far. Um, what advice do you have for professionals maybe looking to take the next step? So I think when you're looking to make the next step, you have to ask yourself why and why now? Um, and I think if you, if you have an answer to that, you know, you'll know if you need to take that next step and what's important to you. Um, for me, when I made the change to FAU, I did not care about the title. In fact, <laughs> my boss at FAU told me, he's like, you actually took a step down. I was like, yeah, but my um, decision was about family and about location. So when you wanna make a change, you need to figure out what is important to you, why, and the why now. Um, and to be honest about titles, I feel like in our field, titles are pretty funny um, because at some point you're gonna realize that there's so many titles and they might be different, yet they're all the same. For example, academic coordinator, 
then there's academic advisor, academic counselor. So it's, <laughs> to me, in athletics, titles are funny at this point. Um, but I think also keep in mind that change is scary, but that's okay. And sometimes scary is necessary. Um, and don't let that hesitation like stop you from, you know, making decisions. Um, and also when you're in the interviewing process, keep in mind that you're not the only one that's on an interview. You're also interviewing the employers. Um, and you have to, you know, make a decision. Is this going to be a good fit for me? Not, am I going to be a good fit for them? Um, so I think if you, you know, go through these questions um, and kind of figure out, you know, why you want to make the, the change and if this next move is the best thing for you, then, you know, you're going to have a great time. Um, however, you know, there are some, some examples where um, it doesn't end up well, but people will always find um, their best fit for sure. You just have to, sometimes it might take a little bit more time, but yeah. For me, um, I'd emphasize the one point that Dasha already said, that finding the place that works for you. Um, don't try to fit in somewhere where it just doesn't feel right. Um, you should certainly be looking for a place that you can call home, um, that you can stay and be a while. So you should certainly be interviewing them as well. Um, and the second is when you decide that something is right for you, um, make sure that you really prepare and practice. Um, you know, I know when I was looking for my job um, at Providence, I called Dasha beforehand um, and we went over so many different potential questions um, and how I could respond. And then I spent days um, going back over my responses, you know, making it feel like genuine and honest, but also that I was practiced and prepared because um, you want to be um, on your A game when you're there in the room in that interview. Um, and don't think that by, you know, practicing, you can never over-prepare. Um, so make sure you put in the hard work um, so that you can put your best foot forward. Thanks, guys. I will, uh, I'll be in touch soon. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, John. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> All right, so taking a little bit of a, a, a turn, you know, we've heard a lot um, kind of about your journeys, um, to your positions and, and kind of some of your advice to people that, that might want to get into to our positions. But let's kind of talk about the, the hot topic issue right now and, and what we're going through with the, the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, and really everything um, changed in our world and college athletics, you, you name it, it changed back in March um, when we went virtual. Um, so maybe talk about some of the challenges that each of you faced personally um, when you guys had to to, to go virtual, go online um, when all this came and, and maybe talk about some of the things that, that are best practices or things that you did um, in your time and, and you continue to do um, as you're away from, from the office. Sure, this is Jamie. Um, personally, you know, like everybody else, my, head, my life just kind of flipped over. Um, so I was used to working in a job that I went to work every day. I worked face to face with people. It was a very social position. Um, and then all of a sudden I was left at home by myself, um, through a computer screen. 
talking to people. And if anybody knows me, they know that I hate technology. Um, so that was hard in itself, sitting on a computer literally all day long, um, but also just getting used to Zoom um, and doing all of my work just from one laptop. I'm used to having two screens. So like my whole organization system um, kind of went up in flames and I had to reevaluate and get that together because I also had to have everything organized and ready for my student athletes. Um, so I kind of had to push all of my personal challenges aside so that I could stay focused on them. Um, because we were in the midst of the Big East tournament when we found out um, that that was canceled and then that we were going to be at home for the remainder of the semester. So anything that I was feeling, I knew was nothing compared to what my student athletes were going through. Um, as they had to be home, away from their friends, away from their team, and um, unable to complete the season that they had worked so hard um, to get to. And so, um, you know, those were certainly challenges, but nothing unique, I don't think. Um, for me, my best practices um, were one, knowing that my student athletes were going through this. I mean, it's, it's a trauma, essentially, having their season cut short. Um, I just really took the time to ask them every every time as we start off our meeting, how's your day going? Tell me something good. Um, and sometimes it would take a little bit of coaxing. You know, they'd be like, I honestly can't think of anything good. Um, but I would wait <laughs> until they could come up with something so that they realized, um, you know, there are small bright spots in our days. Um, you know, just being home with family perhaps or getting to see friends from high school that you don't normally get to see really anything. Um, and I really, I waited for the details, so I didn't let them, a lot of times student athletes will give pretty quick responses. I waited for the details or encouraged details to get them speaking, um, which I think really helped, helped me get to know them even better. Um, I haven't even been here a full year, um, but then also just be there to support them. Um, another thing that I did was I actually gave them a free pass right from the beginning. I said, I know that this is hard. Um, and there may be days that just aren't going to work out for you. And I understand that because I have them too. And so if that's the case, um, please just let me know. And I'm not going to let you do this every day. <laughs> but, um, you know, today can be a day that you just can put your schoolwork aside and focus on yourself because this is hard. Um, and lastly, just being there. So I would check in a lot. Um, to let them know that I was there, um, even if it meant meeting one-on-one -on, -one on Zoom as they did homework and I did other work, just so that I was there, knowing that I supported them through all of this. Um, I just took a lot of time, a lot of patience, um, but I think that's what ultimately helped them get through. Perfect. Dasha, how about you? Yeah, I went through the, the same exact things as Jamie did and um, doing the same things with checking in with, with the student athletes. And I think with us continuing to work and having meetings on FaceTime or Microsoft Teams or whatever you know platforms that we're using, it also showed the student athletes that, hey, like, you know, this is a crazy time, but we're still here we're doing our job, we care about them. And like, let's go, like, let's keep going. Let's keep working hard and, and making sure that you're doing everything possible to be successful. You know, I, I kept telling my student athletes, this is, this is that bump in the road that we have to, you know, get over. Um, and <clears throat> like Jamie said, 
I really got to know a lot of my student athletes just through, you know, the FaceTime meetings because you see their houses. You know, I had to give a tour of my apartment <laughs> to one of my student athletes. I got to meet a lot of dogs and puppies, which, oh my God, made my day. Um, so that's been like refreshing. Um, but then also you see what they're challenged with, you know, not having Wi-Fi, uh, maybe having to share computers because their parents are now at home working. Um, so, you know, in our jobs, we're trying to figure out what can we do remotely? You know, I can't go to their house. I can't, you know, do a lot of things that I could have done in the office and we have to get creative and also just, um, trying, trying new things. So for example, for me, a personal challenge is my computers are in my kitchen. So I find myself snacking a lot throughout the day. <laughs> um, and at first it was to instill a schedule and I encouraged all of my student athletes. I was, I said, you have to have management, especially right now. Um, and I would actually give personal examples. So I would tell them like, Hey, I'm waking up every morning and I'm going for a run because that's my stress reliever, you know, then I work and then I'm trying new things for self-care. Um, when all of this started happening, I literally had nightmares every night about the coronavirus and my family. And I tried meditation and voila, it helped me. I started sleeping like a baby. So um, for a month, I literally meditated every night right before going to bed. And when I felt comfortable, you know, I stopped or I do it um, a lot less. But I told my student athletes, I'm like, try it. I know it sounds funny. You might feel weird, but try it. Maybe it will help. Um, and then I told them like, hey, I know you're, you're doing schoolwork, but try reading a book, you know, like for, for personal um, interest. Um, and then do, do things that you didn't have time before. Um, and my example is sitting out on my balcony. Yes, I live in Florida, so we have good weather, you know, all day, every day, but I never used to do that. And I remember when I first got my cup of coffee and I sat on the balcony, I'm like, I can't believe I've lived here for three years and I haven't done this. So, um, you know, COVID and, and everything that's been going on, I think has as much as it's devastating and it's, it's traumatic, um, I think it's also allowed people to realize a lot of things that they were missing out on um, and making them or challenging them to try things, especially with um, self-care and self-worth. So um, I've definitely been encouraging my student athletes and coworkers to you know, try things and um, you are number one. So you have to take care of yourself. That's great. And uh, I think it speaks volumes uh, of the quality of people that both uh, you, uh, Dasha and Jamie are. Um, you know, when answering this question, you guys, I don't know if you guys realize how much you talk about the student athletes. And I think that speaks to the, the heart of what you guys, what you do and always kind of putting yourself sometimes uh, on that back burner. Um, and we know that happens sometime in this sometimes in this industry. Um, and you guys are really, um, I've witnessed it when you guys worked here uh, and I continue to witness it in terms of always putting the student athletes 
um, you know, kind of at that, that forefront and making sure that they're okay and that they're taken care of. Um, but I'm glad to, to know that you guys have been taking care of yourselves as well. Um, Dasha, I can relate with the meditation. I started doing yoga with a three-year-old. Tried doing yes. yoga with a three-year-old. Uh, Kenzie and yoga. Now, I'm not flexible in any way, shape, or form, so it's pretty ugly. But I'd never done yoga before. But, um, you know, I, uh, it, it definitely worked, I guess. So, um, you know, so I have a new appreciation for that. But kind of segueing into to another question, you know, on that. So we go virtual, we we're you know, we're on all these different platforms and communicating through people with, with you know, um, the technology, whether it's over the phone or text message, or like we talked about Google Hangouts or Zoom or, you know, Microsoft Teams, whatever it is, talk about maybe some things that you guys implemented or did with the, the, the teams or student athletes that you work with, um, you know, and maybe some successes or some struggles that you face with those. Sure. Um, I, working with men's basketball, um, for the first year, I did not get involved in student athlete development. And so I can't speak to any of the programming really that was done um, for all student athletes. But I can say that for the men's basketball team, um, when I just knew that they were craving time together um, and knowing that sport is what kind of connects them all. Um, I had a friend and coworker who um, is a yoga instructor. And so every Friday we would kind of cap off the week with team yoga. Um, not everyone would attend. It's not mandatory or anything like that. Um, but it was just a nice way for them to check in, um, to do something a little bit different. Um, and they really seemed to enjoy it as well. So that was one thing that worked out really well. Um, for the team and just brought them together a little bit more. Awesome. Dasha, how about for you? Yeah, so team-wise, um, coaches set up uh, virtual, like, weekly meetings with the teams, and I was um, requested to attend a lot of these. So it was really nice to be, um, you know, with seeing all the girls and the guys and um, seeing that they were okay and, and hearing what they were talking about. Um, and then in terms of programming, we took everything virtual. Um, the only thing that we did struggle with, and I saw John, you guys continued with SAC meetings with, with all of SAC, but, um, we just figured that our kids were, were probably so, <laughs> so overwhelmed with all the changes that we just had our exec board meetings virtually. Um, and we were just wrapping up. I think we only had three. Um, but we were able to, to end that. And then we had our SAC voting take place online, uh, which we usually do in person at the last SAC meeting of the uh, spring semester. So that went well. Um, we used social media. So we did um, 30 Days of SAM, which was a social media campaign for uh, Sexual Assault Awareness Month. Um, and we got our student athletes and coaches involved with that. So that took a lot of coordination through text messages and emails, but it worked. Um, we also had a mental health group. Um, we called it Student Athlete Survival 101, and we took that uh, virtually. We had a financial lit workshop uh, with Northwestern Mutual Employers that were really actually um, excited to do it online because they're like, great, we don't have to go anywhere. I was like, and great, you won't know if no one attends this. <laughs> um, that was great. And then Alspeeds, you know, the, the beast of the spring semester – um, with the marketing department, we took it online, and um, it actually ended up being a hit, and a lot of um, student athletes and coaches tuned in, so um, that was really cool. 
And then the other thing that I was really upset about was the grad reception. So every semester we have a grad reception for our seniors. And, um, you know, a lot of them were bummed. They were bummed that we all would, wouldn't be able to be in the same place and to celebrate them. But um, Brianne in our office is uh, uh, my coworker, and uh, she also works with Student Athlete Development. We did a huge social media post, you know, to congratulate and recognize our uh, seniors. Um, but we definitely had struggles. Uh, reaching out was easy for us because we continued with emailing, posting on social media, tagging, texting, you know, emailing our teams and coaches individually to try to get them to attend and, and participate. And I'm not going to lie, the financial lit, zero student athletes, but I, you know, I attended it and I was like, you know what, for next year in person, this is going to be a great <laughs> workshop um but yeah and we all know attendance is always always a struggle even when we have them in person um but it's it's interesting with that and um i think you know you could be blue in the face asking student athletes to take advantage of all of this great programming and events that we have set up for them but it's always up to them whether they um take advantage of it or not but Hopefully, after hearing this podcast, you know, they'll make better decisions. <laughs> I love it. And it's great that, that what both of you uh, did and continue to do for the student athletes. And I, and I think this is a great forum through this podcast to kind of learn what, what, what people are doing. And um, I think that's the great thing about our industry, whether it's academic support or student athlete development, really being able to bounce ideas off one another and um, you know, some of the, the best ideas that, that we've had here at St. Francis, and I'm sure you guys can relate, we've, we've stole, stole from other places. Um, and, and social media is a great place to, to capture some of those things that, that happen. So, you know. John, we don't steal, we borrow. Borrow, sure. We just never <laughs> give them back. Um, so, um, but no, no, I appreciate you guys uh, sharing that with our, our listeners. So we talked a little bit about the past. We asked you about your history. We talked a little bit about the present with our hot topics of COVID. Now let's go to the future with some goal setting. Um, we put, I think professionally, we put a lot of emphasis on goal setting with our student athletes, um, and whether it be in sport, whether it be in, in the classroom. But now challenging you guys to practice what you preach. Um, talk to me about your professional goals. What are you working towards? Um, so one of my goals, I think that's going to be for a is to keep impacting lives and um, the way that I try to achieve that is to get to know not only my student athletes but also my coworkers and um, administrators you know, on a holistic level because um, that's how you're going to find out how you can um, help someone out or even how they can help you as well you know I think working in this um, in this field we learn on an everyday basis from our student athletes. Um, and that's actually one of my goals as well. You know, learn something new from a meeting with a student athlete. You know, um, I always learn about what new songs are popular. You know, what's the, what's the biggest rapper <laughs> currently. Um, and also just learning new things about our field. So professional development. Um, right now we have the N4A convention and... Um, just learning about, you know, different topics and what other schools are doing. Again, this is to borrow and not return ideas that other schools, you know, are doing and that could um, help you out. 
Um, and then I also always challenge myself to network and to reach out to others. And John, I'm going to use you as an example. Uh, last year, I emailed you to um, get your application for SAC, you know, because we were trying to uh, change our um, uh, procedure with uh, how student athletes were chosen for the SAC committee. So um, again, I always challenge myself to keep networking and to reach out to others. Um, and then also another big goal of mine, and I think Jamie will agree with this, is self-care. Um, we, <laughs> we work a lot and uh, we get burnt out. And um, I'm the type of person that I don't ask for help. So now I am challenging myself to, to ask for help, to you know, distribute work. Um, I used to be very territorial or um, you know, not trusting of, of others. And now I'm learning that you know, the GAs in our office, they are there for a reason. And also me asking for help is helping them as well. Um, so um, that's definitely going to be a goal for life for me as well. And then now with everything that's going on with COVID and with, um, you know, the protests, I think everyone is going and should have a goal of getting out of your comfort zone. You know, we are going to have to have conversations. We're going to have to listen. We're going to have to learn and we're going to have to advocate. And um, at the end of the day, John, you've said this plenty of times, our main goal is our student athletes and we want the best for them, regardless of, of what that looks like and what that entails. So um, at the end of the day, I think our goal is, you know, to make sure that um, our student athletes are well taken care of, that they're successful and that they are going to be um, successful in life after college and after sport. Gosh, I love the emphasis on learning from our student athletes, you know. Um, right now, what we should be learning from our student athletes, um, learning about their identities, learning about their culture, their background, um, is it's a new challenge for us. I mean, we always have those close relationships, but getting deeper, learning more about them than just on an academic level, I, I definitely appreciate that. And I think it is going to be a big part of our jobs going forward. Jamie, what about you? Um, that was a hard act to follow, Dasha. That was incredible, everything that you said. Um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind for me is um, just every day, my ability, improving my ability, I guess, to connect um, with my student athletes, um, recognize them as individuals, get to know them as individuals, um, and help find what motivates them to reach their potential. Um, so that's something that I belabor. Um, Sarah knows this well almost every day. When I was working at St. Francis, I'd walk into the office and go over a scenario with her, how I could have done it better, um, how I can improve it in the future. And so a lot of my time is spent just nitpicking over those small details um, to make every interaction a little bit better. Um, more long term, um, education has always been a focus for me. And so if I could go back to school um, to get my PhD, I would love to do that um, and go from there. For sure, Jamie, have uh, not only do I know it's true that you did come in the office every day and do that, but it is um, trickled down to the way that I operate now. I don't, I can't even count how many text messages I've sent you. Uh, do you have time for a chat? Uh, can we talk through this situation? So I do, I appreciate 
um, having that community with all of you truly to uh, be able to bounce those ideas and continue to push ourselves to grow professionally. One last question before we send you guys off. What level of importance do you place on goal setting with the student athletes that you work? Obviously you guys value it personally, um, but how do you keep your student athletes focused on goals and, and make them realize that those are necessary things? Um, well, I just remind them that goals are super important. You know, you might not even be aware that you have a goal. <laughs> um, but I always remind them that when they are setting goals, that they need to be honest. All right. That um, as long as you give 100 percent, it doesn't matter. Um, like academically, it doesn't matter what grade you have. As long as you can say that you did your absolute best, then you, you did what you could do. Um, so, you know, when setting goals, you have to be honest about, you know, your work ethic and what you are trying to achieve and why. Um, and then I always relate to sports, always. So <laughs> I'll give an example. I had um, one student athlete saying, you know, I'm not really sure that I've, I've been doing well in this class. And he was not submitting work. And all of a sudden he did start to submit, but it wasn't what he, you know, the grades weren't as good as he thought he should be getting. And I said, Hey, I said, you know, before you weren't passing the ball or shooting the ball. I go, now you're shooting the ball, which is great. I go, the next step is to now make the ball into the basket. And he's sitting there and he's like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Next week I'm going to, I'm going to shoot and I'm going to make that three pointer. And I was like, that's right, man. So I always, you know, use um, sports as examples. You know, when a student athlete doesn't want to do homework, I'm like, do you not want to go to practice? This practice is homework. You know, games are tests. And they're like, wow, I never thought about it like that. It's, it's amazing, the conversations that you, we all ha have had these conversations. But I think when you relate it to things that they can grasp, it makes, you know, more sense to them and it explains to them why they should be doing certain things. Um, and then I always preach to them to take advantage of everything that's provided to them because um, they never know how it might help them now, later, or much later in life. I mean, John and Jamie and, and Sarah, I think we can all agree, you know, our former student athletes always come back and they're like, yeah, remember that workshop that I really didn't want to go to? Well, now I realize how important it was. And we're like, yeah, we know. <laughs> Um, and you know, I tell student athletes, you are literally given things on a golden platter. It's up to you to actually take the stuff and have it, um, you know, help you in some sort of way. Hopefully, you know, this will sink in with them and, uh, they'll start taking advantage of everything and becoming better people. I miss hearing those stories sitting right outside your office. Those were, uh, those connections you made, they, they resonated with me too. <laughs> What about it, Jamie? How do um, how do you emphasize goal setting with your guys? Um, for me, you know, I can't overestimate how important goal setting is. Um, but with that said, it doesn't mean anything if you don't take action toward it. If they just remain words, um, it doesn't matter. So for me, uh, the first meeting that I have with my student athletes to start off the semester, I make sure I ask them, um, you know, what is some area where you feel like you struggled 
last semester um, and where you're willing to take a step forward and improve this semester. I try to make it just be one specific focus um, so that they could be really centered on that. And then I write it down on my notes and it is something that I continue to check in um, about throughout the semester as we meet, um, reminding them that this is their goal and asking them what they are doing um, to stay on it. And when they talk about things that they're doing to um, move toward this goal, I make sure that I emphasize it and you know highlight it um, and tell them how wonderful they're doing and how, and also point out how that has made a difference academically for them. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for taking time to talk. Um, but truly um, following in both of your footsteps was the greatest experience I think I could have had professionally. Dasha, you gave me my first team to work with. Uh, got to watch you do your academic advising meetings and learn from that. And Jamie, my goodness, did you challenge me? Uh, the questions that I could ask, how I could be better. Um, you guys were amazing, amazing mentors, still are. I got how many questions I still have, but thank you for taking the time to talk with John and I and um, educate some of our peers and student athletes as well. We appreciate it. Thank Pleasure you for having us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys. I mean, talk about three amazing women um, who are a great example for, for women student athletes across the country, just women in general, but not just women, but men um, that are on our college campuses. Um, St. Francis is lucky to have Sarah. FAU is lucky to have Dasha and Providence is, is lucky to have you, Jamie. So uh, keep it up, keep in touch. Um, you're always part of the, the Flash fam, as we said before. Um, and we really appreciate you taking time to, to chat with us today. All right, everybody, before we sign off, I just wanted to kind of recap a little bit in our discussion with Dasha and Jamie today as part of our podcast on student athlete development and academic support services for student athletes. It was great um, and truly an honor to have both Dasha and Jamie on the podcast. Uh, it was great catching up with them and great hearing the amazing things they're doing at their respective institutions. Um, Dasha being at Florida Atlantic and Jamie being now at Providence College. And truly uh, continue to be members of the, the Flash fam. Um, they did amazing work while at St. Francis for our student athletes, for our athletic department, for our university, um, while associate directors of student athlete development and academic support services. And the institutions that have them now are, are truly lucky to, to have them because they um, really do an amazing job um, to impact the lives of our student athletes. So it was great to, to catch up and, and hear a little bit more about their journey um, of how they got into to college athletics and um, where they are currently. You know, both being former student athletes really give us a strong perspective of, of what it's like. They understand the ins and outs of, of being a student athlete and I think they've been able to apply those things to their you know, everyday interactions and teachings uh, with our student athletes uh, when they were here at St. Francis and, and at their current institutions um, as well. So um, it was great to hear that about that and some of the, the mentors they had and, and some of the people that they came in contact with um, that kind of led to a discussion about some advice uh, they would give 
for you know students that are looking to get into college athletics. You know that's something that you know me personally, I, I never imagined I would be in college athletics, and truthfully, I didn't know about all the opportunities that existed, uh, the different departments and areas that you could work with um, and, and get experience with. And you know they both you know touched on the you know importance of if this is something that you ultimately want as your career path of getting that experience while you're in college. You know, Dasha talked about the internship opportunities and uh, in our office we had some um, interns over the years and, and when Dasha was here Paige McLean from our women's swimming team was a, a perfect example of that um, someone who found her passion in working in college athletics and it's led to her, her working in academic support services at the University of Missouri Kansas City and then Jamie talking also about like if that the internship opportunity is not there at least trying to find a job within college athletics um, and, and maybe a work study position. You know, for us specifically at St. Francis, that's maybe a, a study table monitor, uh, but really anything, you know, maybe it's, you know, interning with, or excuse me, working with uh, a work study position with athletic communications, or it's the marketing department um, at a respective institution. Really getting those experiences gives you a, a leg up and, and gives you the opportunity to see if this is truly that's something that you want to do, um, you know, going forward. In, a, in your career. Um, so I thought that was great advice um, and great perspective from, from both of them. And, and then to talk about a little bit about the COVID-19 situation and, and how we made that transition to going virtual and online. Um, and, and both you know, spoke about the importance of taking care of um, themselves, a lot of self-care and making sure um, that they were in a good place and, and doing well. Um, but you heard them talk a lot about the, the student athletes. And that question really led to them before we even prompted the question of them talking about student athletes and what they wanted to do for student athletes and what they did for student athletes and um, student athletes and student athletes. And, and I think that's the um, thing that you'll see with, with Dasha and Jamie is um, they really embody our, our, our mantra here at Slogan that St. Francis have become that someone. Um, and I think that's something that they've continued to do throughout their career because they, they put the student athletes first. They want to make sure they have the best possible you know, student athlete experience. And that was really nice to see. And I think, you know, they all had the uh, same type of uh, things that, that Sarah and I experienced in terms of a lot of Zoom meetings, a lot of Google Hangouts, a lot of Microsoft Teams, whatever the platform, you know, different institutions were using. Um, really a different way to interact, you know, checking in on them academically, make sure that they're doing well, you know, doing some type of form of virtual study tables in some cases, and then also doing a lot with like, you know, student athlete uh, development, leadership development programming, and making sure that the student athletes remained engaged um, during that time. And I think, you know, the important thing was we wanted to be there for the student athletes, but the student athletes were, were there just as much for us and helped us create some sense of normalcy. Um, and I think, you know, they touched on this as well, Dasha and Jamie, but I think they did um, just as much for us, the student athletes, as, as we were able to do for them um, and really pulling together and getting through it, um, you know, as, as a big family. Uh, whether you're at St. Francis, Providence College, or, or Florida Atlantic, I think uh, a lot of those things you could see across the country where everybody kind of came together and, you know, kind of took that stance of, you know, we're all in this together. Um, and then it was great to have a discussion about goal setting, you know, respective goal setting with them and where they want to see um, them themselves in the future um, but also um, you know how they work with student athletes to set goals and how they help them to, to achieve those goals and, and the importance of, of goal setting with our student athletes 
you know, whether it's academic based or it's, you know, you know, performance based from an athletic standpoint, um, career goals, whatever it might be, is really working um, with our student athletes to continue to um, push them to, to be successful in all aspects of life um, while in college and then, you know, when, once they leave and, and remaining in contact with them and, and helping them through. So, um, again, it was, a, it was an honor and a privilege. I can't say that enough of, to have Dasha and Jamie on this podcast. Um, for us, it was great to see them and hear them. Uh, and we look forward to the discussions continuing, you know, because no doubt the fall semester will look a little bit different than, you know, the fall semester did last year. I think if we all work together in academic support and student athlete development across the country, and you know, we really can, can, can provide a, a great experience for our student athletes, regardless of um, whatever you know measures may be put in place um, at our respective institutions in the fall. So um, I look forward to the discussion continuing, um, and you know, we wish Jamie and Dasha the very best, um, continued success. We know they'll continue to make an impact on student athletes and, and we appreciated all that they did here at St. Francis um, for our student athletes and in our department and uh, we look forward to seeing them continue to do great things in the future.